It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. That was really similar to yesterday's post-game locker room speech right there, where, where Kevin basically said, uh, all right, so, uh, hey, offense, yeah, all right, defense, let's talk about the defense. His, <laughs> he said offense, no turnovers, yeah. nice job. Uh-huh. Yeah. His comment of, no turnovers, great job, great job, fellas. But we did get a game now ball. Game Brian Flores got a game ball because the entire defensive coaching staff got a game ball. That's right. Was that you? Yeah, I said they're finally going to get a finally going to get a game ball. You finally got one. We had a, we had a few dingers come off the board, or at least two of mm-hmm. them, and write that down. Excited for the the Wednesday sash. But without further ado, I don't know if you brought your flag, but I brought my victory Monday. I don't think Chad brought his flag. No, I didn't bring my flag. Uh, yeah, victory! Oh, victory Monday! Can you still buy him? You dropped the ball, but I pick it up. The flag yeah, is buy these. the flag is at uh, as I said on vent line at half mast. Still, the flag travels. You know, it's it, it technically it's like a it's a flag car flag for your car, right? right? Why can't you come into the studio here? Why don't you put that little flag on your car? Drive. You know in? what? If the effort is worth it, I will. I will. What do you mean? If the effort is worth it, three nothing is not going to qualify for the flag. Sorry. <laughs> A win's a win in the National League. Oh, Vin Diesel. Oh, God. An inch or a mile. <laughs> a win's a win's a win. By the way, uh, you can get your Victory Monday hoodies at cornerthcom slash shop. Where a win is a win is a win. Uh, before we get into our hottest Vikings takes here, a shout-out to our friends over at Sound Story. So this is, you know, time's ticking here. You got a couple weeks left for those holiday gift ideas. This might be the best one that uh, you get access to. So Sound Story is a professionally produced hour-long conversation where you or one of your loved ones, think about maybe your grandpa, your grandma, your parents, you sit down with a professional interviewer. I am also on that list. If you want to call me a professional interviewer, that's up to you. But you go to mysoundstory.com, and we will capture life stories, memories. You know, I, I never met my grandfather. He died 15 years before I was born. It'd be nice. I don't even know what his voice sounds like. He went, he fought in World War II. He played football at Notre Dame. I would love, in retrospect, to have captured some of those stories. Go to mysoundstory.com. So it starts at $3.99. You can get 10% off a gift card, a holiday special for Sound Story. Mysoundstory.com, promo code PURPLE. 
to get that holiday special 10% off, promo code PURPLE at mysoundstory.com. Sound story for you, for them, forever. Also, a shout-out to our friends at Summit Orthopedics. Uh, I can think of a few guys dressed in purple who might need Summit Orthopedics at some point here. That injury list is going to be hefty. So if you're dealing with an ankle, uh, I believe one of the other ones was classified as an internal chest situation. I don't know if Summit Orthopedics can help you with that, but if it's like tissue, muscle, uh, maybe you're really hurting. They also offer orthopedic urgent care seven days a week at 8 a.m. No referrals are needed at Summit Orthopedics. They offer same-day appointments, 25 locations across the Twin Cities, and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com, boys. That's summitortho.com. Who wants the first hottest take? Oh, I'll I'll go. Sure, why not? Why not? Okay, my first hottest take is this. That was the worst game I've seen in 45 years of watching Vikings football. It was the most ineptitude offensively. Let's just go through some of the combined offensive stats from that game. 17 combined punts. The Raiders, they rushed for 56 yards. This is worse. The Vikings had 99 net yards passing. It is the lowest scoring indoor game in NFL history. Why is that important? Because when you're indoors, the conditions are perfect. There is nothing stopping you conditions-wise from an... I thought the sun was a factor coming through the top of that. It's tough for the receivers to pick up the ball. Now, before you now before you point to the Vikings lost the uh, Josh Freeman game in 2013, the the Giants actually scored 23 points in that game. All right, the only game I could think of that comes close to this, just as far as overall ineptitude, especially offensively, is December 21st, 2006. We talked about this on Vet Line. The Vikings lost to the Packers in Lambeau 9-7. Tavares Jackson in that game was 10-20 of 20 for 50 yards with a pick, three sacks, and a 35.4 passer rating. Fred Smoot had the only touchdown of that game, pick six for the Vikings. But, sorry, this topped it. This was the worst game in 45 years I've sat through. And I'm bitter that I had to miss what was a thrilling Bills-Chiefs game to watch this game because it's part of my actual job. I mean, that's one way to look at the game yesterday. That's a very that's a very glass half empty way to look at a victory in the National Football League. But yeah, it, as, as far as uh, aesthetics, man, it's funny because last week we were all making fun of that Chargers Patriots game. Like, yeah. Oh man, can you believe this Sorry. garbage over here? <laughs> I'd like to apologize. Yeah, they had twice as many points in that game, <laughs> six nothing, as the Vikings You're right. did. You're right uh, in that Raiders win. So, all right, Dex, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. A little appetizer before I get to the actual hot take. So my appetizer is the Vikings picked the wrong quarterback. Not talking. Is this your hot? Is this your hottest take? This is it. It's about to come up. Yep. yep. Oh, the, wait, that wasn't it, or that was that not was an appetizer. It. To that was the to appetizer the to the hot okay. take. So the Vikings picked the wrong quarterback. Not talking Nick Mullins. I'm not talking Jaron Hall. I'm not talking Josh Dobbs. My hottest take is the Vikings would be on top of the NFC North right now if they had signed Joe Flacco. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I remind you of a conversation that uh, we had with Doogie about 48 hours after the Kirk Cousins injury that the Vikings discussed and had a conversation about signing Joe Flacco. Mm -hmm. And instead, they traded for Josh Dobbs. Started Jaron Hall. Now we're on Nick Mullins. The Dobbs game against the Falcons was fun. We had the first half against the Saints game. That's also fun. But Joe Flacco, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, was sitting on his biscuit, was just named the starting quarterback of the Browns. And he is one of the best quarterbacks the Browns have ever had in the last 25 years in two games. This was an option for the Vikings, and they picked wrong. They need a quarterback who was not a train wreck and knows how to win big games. And there's nobody who can step in unprompted or with next to no expectation and win big games like Joe Flacco. He has won playoff games in New England against Tom Brady, in Denver against Peyton Manning, in Pittsburgh against Ben Roethlisberger. The Lions are officially reeling, and Flacco was sitting at home on his biscuit, and the Vikings made the wrong decision. If the Vikings had Joe Flacco right now, they would be on top of the NFC North. That is my hottest God, take. Dude. Wow. 
you know, we all we all workshop hot takes, and sometimes you have multiple. So one one of mine was very similar. It was the Vikings made a mistake trading for Josh Dobbs, Joe Flacco, or Matt Ryan. I was thinking along the same lines as you. I'm so glad you brought this as your actual hot take. Because if they really like could go back a month, month and a half, what do you want? We all kind of thought, oh, they're starting Jaron Hall out of necessity, mobile, right? And then they trade for Josh Dobbs with a bunch of different options. None of none of them, you know, Patrick Mahomes, but they could have they could have pulled Colt McCoy, who's very familiar. He's he's played under Kevin O'Connell before. They could have they could have Matt Ryan's been saying, I'm not retired yet, right? They could have he knows he knows that sort of Shanahan system. And they decided, let's go with mobility and legs and a guy that has escapability, as they would say, right? But they never really designed an offense for Josh Dobbs' skill set. Now, I don't know that Dobbs has, like, a good enough NFL skill set for any offense to be designed around him, and we're kind of finding that out. But Declan is right here, man. I don't even think this is that. I mean, it's a hot take. But, like, if you think about it, I know Vikings, what do you need? Kirk Cousins has been your quarterback. What, what do you need to step in and run a similar offense that the linemen, the skill position players that everyone is comfortable with? Mm-hmm. A professional pocket passer, right? And so it is interesting. Now, would they have won that Falcons game with Joe Flacco well, out the street? And Joe, Dobbs, I think Dobbs won the Flacco, won the Falcons game. Flacco probably loses that game. So, And Joe Flacco is also two starts in. And after two starts with Dobbs, we all thought, oh, my God. I might sign him to a contract. So I, I just caution that these guys are all not playing at this point in, in their careers uh, for a reason. Now, Dobbs and Flacco obviously are very different players, but we're two starts in. So I need to see I need to see more from Flacco to decide that, that, that you can extrapolate this to, let's say, four or five starts by now before I jump on a bandwagon because I feel like we all jumped on the Dobbs one. Like, you know, two starts in, we're like, oh my God, this guy can run. That touchdown, I think it was in the first half against the Saints, where he scrambled for like, what, 15 yards and he was a dead dog. Yeah. Was incredible. So um, I need to see Joe Flacco do this for a sample size of at least four to five games before I'm convinced that, that this would have been like the solution. When you lose your starting. QB, especially this team, the Vikings. I mean, I, I think we're seeing how difficult it can it, it can get. I do think though that there is a conversation about O'Connell not going to Mullins quicker yesterday. I'm all for. I'm fine with. Okay, Dobbs de- deserves a chance. I was a backup too. Let's see. I'm fine yeah, with that, that. Okay, that, that whole thing that the broadcast brought up. It's like, well, dude. that's a little concerning, but. But what's more concerning is why did it take till I think it was like nine forty left in the fourth quarter to make that change? Yeah, and I'm still a KOC guy, and I know there's yeah. a there's a lot of chatter, and and I I will get to a a defensive related hot take here, but there's a lot of chatter about the job Flores is doing and the perceived job that O'Connell is doing, and I think if you were to pull Vikings fans today, in fact, if you just put this up on one of our Twitter accounts, maybe I can do it during the the show here who would who would you want the next three years as your head coach a lot of Vikings fans would say Brian Flores but it is unfair when you're trying to gauge because look at Sean McVay when the Rams lost Matthew Stafford and now they're stuck with like backup non-NFL caliber quarterbacks they look like garbage last year so you you can't just take anybody there's been quarterbacks that Kyle Shanahan has been saddled with or I mean Nick Mullins like they didn't win games with Nick Mullins right so there ha- there's a certain bar and level of quarterback you need to be able to operate. But back to Declan's point, Joe Flacco probably crosses that bar for the weapons he'd be throwing to you. Do you think Joe Flacco throws a hospital ball to Justin Jefferson yesterday? No, probably not. Nope. Putting the Raiders cornerback in the hospital with that deep ball, I can tell you that much. That pull hamstring. You would pull the hamstring. JJ would be gone. He'd be gone. <laughs> yeah. Going bombs. <laughs> That's right. Bring the card out it. for that hamstring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So that was, wow, that was spicy. Uh, Declan also has the pie chart of praise coming oh, up here. God, I can't wait. Pie chart of I praise. genuinely can't wait. I'm not being sarcastic. Backhanded compliments oh, about to. Can't wait. From Declan. <laughs> okay, here's my hottest Vikings take. Kevin O'Connell said something in his locker room speech after the game. I retweeted this, so if you haven't seen it yet, it's they, they gave you like two and a half minutes of Kevin O'Connell. Hey, defense or offense, congratulations, no turnovers. 
okay, let's talk about the defense now. Mm-hmm. He said something in that speech. He said the Vikings have a championship caliber defense. And my hottest take is he is 100% right. And that's why you can't sleep on this team the next two months. I'm not saying they're championship favorites. I'm not saying that, you know, they're destined to go play in the Super Bowl. But the take is the Vikings do have a championship caliber, a championship caliber defense. So last year, the Vikings were bottom five, bottom 10, mostly bottom five in most categories. They wake up this morning (laughs) after a really bad first, like three or four games defensively. The Vikings wake up this morning as a top five NFL defense yards per play and scoring. Scoring. Like they've literally gone from bottom of the league, bottom like 28th or 29th to a top five scoring defense. And if you take away the first month where they're trying to learn essentially a made up new system, Brian Flores. Oh, it's funny. What what's that that's happening at the Pittsburgh College practice facility right now while I'm in, you know, I'm in the Steelers' lunchroom looking out the window. Let me steal some of those concepts from Pitt and bring them over to the Vikings here. So it took them a while in the offseason to learn some of this stuff. They're closer to top three, if not solidly top three in these categories, if you take away the first three or four games. They just held, I get that it's the Raiders and it's Aiden O'Connell, but I mean, the Raiders have put up points and yards since the firing of Josh McDaniels. They just held an NFL team to zero points in three hours. Well, look, you know, well, yeah, but okay, look who they're playing. I don't care who they're playing. They just shut an NFL team out, which they had to to win because their offense only scored three points. The Vikings defense has allowed one touchdown since November 12th. Mm -hmm. It's December 11th today. (laughs) So one touchdown in the last month. And Brian Flores is doing it with an undrafted rookie linebacker who got one of the game balls yesterday. A rookie third-round cornerback who's become, according to PFF, Makai Blackman, the Vikings' second-best defensive player. Only one true edge rusher in Daniil Hunter. Really zero high-end defensive tackles. Like, it's just kind of a bunch of guys. It's like Harrison Phillips and a bunch of dudes at defensive tackle. And a sixth-round special teams player, Josh Metellus, that Flores said, that is the queen on the chessboard for me. Watch how I implement this guy. Yep. And so, I, I mean... If they keep playing defense like this and they keep forcing field goals and they keep forcing punts and they keep generating turnovers, they can win ugly playoff games. Now, do I see this team going into San Francisco necessarily? I mean, it's going to be tough and you're going to need better quarterback play. But we need to start to change the way we think. Of, like We went into the season thinking defense just do enough. Offense has to score 28, 30 points. That is not the case anymore at all. So I do agree with Kevin O'Connell. It is a championship caliber defense hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, and the thing, too, is, yes, the Raiders were terrible, but where I will give them complete credit is it doesn't begin and end with with that game. Like, they have been, for a prolonged period now, excellent. And Brian Flores, come on down, man. You deserve... All of the credit for taking what we what was a dumpster fire and what we basically just said, hey, throw some water on the dumpster fire. Make it smolder for us, right? Just make it smolder. You don't need to put mm-hmm. the fire out. But if you can just make it so it's not a raging inferno, and that dude has, has essentially overachieved or over-delivered on expectations I, that I would guarantee you O'Connell had. 
There's no way that he thought, okay, I'm going to go from Ed Donatel, who, by the way, was a terrible hire and not a coordinator, to a guy who's going to flip this totally to make this one of the most uh, impressive and, and probably, dare I say this, right now, the most innovative defense in this league. It is. And it's not, again, it's not like you have Aaron Donald up the middle and you've got some talent. Harrison yeah. Smith's a borderline Hall of Famer. Daniil Hunter's a borderline yeah, Hall of Famer. So I hear you. But it's it's rookies and second-year guys and an un, I mean, Ivan Pace. Here's a secondary hot take. Every scout in the NFL should be fired. Like, how does that, that <laughs> well, guy goes undrafted? But does he, undrafted? But, but does he excel elsewhere in a system that doesn't use him like this? That That's my thing. This is a perfect spot for him. He's literally, you tell me there's like on the other 31 teams and the Vikings, by the way. I don't think he plays that. Him. I don't think he plays. There's not this a much. place for a chess piece like that well, anywhere in the NFL he, in a seven round draft. But we're talking about the chess master here. So, like, I, I think that there's a place, but I don't think it's like this. This is what's so impressive to to me is he he's literally, I, I mean, Flores has taken safeties and linebackers, aside from, like, Hicks, said, you're interchangeable. Like, you are the, you don't, let's, we need to come up with new names. Like, Josh Metellus, safety? That makes no sense, right? Pace plays, Pace is basically playing multiple positions as well and and the very thing that I think was his was why he didn't get drafted size is why he's so good here so let, let's well, let's go into the obvious before we get to Declan's pie chart here I just I'm gonna pop this up on the screen here because I I've seen so much of this especially in the last what 18 whatever it's been 12 hours you guys are making a point to let Kevin O'Connell go after the season. This is from Eagle Rock. You want to talk about this? All right, let's talk about this. And hire Brian Flores. So let's just let's just paint the scenario where Brian Flores gets an offer. I know this is this is not how it would go down, and I think I think the Wilfs would just be committed, especially if the Vikings they win. Let's say they win nine games and they go to the playoffs for the second year under O'Connell, right? Mm-hmm. But just here a scenario where Brian Flores. It's an offer to be head coach of a different team, Chargers, Bears, whoever, right? And he comes back to the Vikings, comes back to the Wills and says, I hate to do this because I love me some Kevin O'Connell, but I would love to stay in Minnesota. The only way for that to happen mm-hmm. is for me to be the head coach. So you guys, you guys can think on it all you want to, Wilfs, Yep. Quasi, but... I would have to be the head coach because I want to run my thing. People talk, make him the highest paid. And I I would I would offer to make him the highest paid coordinator in the NFL. I think Fangio makes like $4 million, according to reports. I would say, cool, $5 million. But at the end of the day, he can make that money as a head coach running his own thing. Like, he's going to want to run his own thing, right? Right. W- would, you, would you consider it? No, zero chance. Zero, zero chance. And here, here's why. Um... I sent you guys a note that I got from Seifert, or a couple. In the past couple weeks, uh, I think it started with a Thursday night appearance, perhaps by the Dolphins on Prime, in which Ryan Fitzpatrick, who played for Flores with the Dolphins, basically went into chapter and verse about the issues that existed with Flores as coach. Tua then, I think, was asked about that at, at a podium session in Miami and brought up the same things, okay? We have had this, and and this is this is the difference between being like just sort sort of a newbie and and a guy like us, grizzled veterans who have watched this league for a long time, Phil Mackey. And it's this: some people are meant to be head coaches, and some are coordinators. And that does not denigrate the fact that if you are an outstanding coordinator, Norv Turner, back in his day. You know who was really damn good? Wade Phillips. But you know what? Those guys weren't necessarily head coaches. Because you know, you can set, in my opinion at least, if you're a coordinator and you're a good one, you can set a culture for your unit. But there's a difference between doing that and setting a culture for a building. Kevin O'Connell has done a, as far as I can tell, and I would not say this unless, unless I really believed it, Kevin O'Connell, I think, has done a great job of coming in and setting a culture for a building. 
It sounds like Flores, sort of Zim-like. And defensive guys can be like this. They are and de- you get a great you get a great little two three years flash out of them yep. too, right? Yes, and and they're defensive guys, which means they're you know they're they're meat and potatoes, hard ass, tobacco chewing, spitting dudes. And I think the question is, let's just say that you put Brian Flores in charge tomorrow. You gave him the building, dude. We fired Kevin. This is your show. Okay, defense is still going to be, be good. But what's the program like? How does the program run? And there's a lot of indications that came from the Dolphins that it didn't run very well as far as the smoothness. And last thing, let's call a spade a spade. If you have issues with quarterbacks in 2023, soon to be 2024, I don't want you as my head coach. So, no, I would not make the change Based upon that, but that does not denigrate Brian Flores as being an unbelievable DC who deserves a ton of praise. I think it's also sort of I, I would I would keep Kevin O'Connell. I think I think a lot of people are, and we don't know that Brian Flores is a great head coach. We also don't know that Kevin O'Connell is a great head coach because he's still trying to work through this. Like his record looks really nice, right? It's twenty and ten, very fair since he took over. We're still trying to figure it out with both those guys, but. Kevin O'Connell is building something bigger than just a defense here. He identified Brian Flores as a great hire. So now Quasey was involved in that hire too, but but Kevin Kevin made a mistake on Ed Donatel, mm-hmm. which I understand. In the first, you get hired. Dude, he won the Super Bowl, so it wasn't like he had the extra month that other guys would get if you missed the playoffs. He wins the Super Bowl on, like, Valentine's Day. And and I'm sure he started, like, back-channeling coordinator options maybe a week before that. But you literally have, like, two or three weeks to put together a staff. And you got to hire all these different guys. And you got to start looking at free agents and the draft and scouts and all this stuff, right? So I, I get the whiff when you're putting together your first-ever staff. You're, gonna, you're probably not going to bat a 1,000. He moved off Donatel, hires Brian Flores. So Kevin deserves credit. People just give Flores the credit for the defense. Kevin deserves credit for building something bigger, identifying a mistake, moving off of it quickly, hiring Brian Flores. Here's my vision. You implement something based on your expertise. Go. You got the freedom to go. So let's not discredit Kevin's role in, like you said, the building of something that goes beyond just a defense. My worry would be that Flores is a great defensive coordinator, like Mike Zimmer was a great defensive coordinator. Yep. And then the rest of it starts to fall by the wayside, which is kind of what happened in Miami, it sounds like. Yep. Um, but I'd also be a little bit nervous that the Vikings are letting the next Mike Tomlin walk out the door and he becomes a 15-year solution somewhere. So I'm not a, I'm not 100% sure on this. You know what? But my gut would lean toward stick with Kevin O'Connell and what he's building the last couple of years. Serious point here. One thing that I would consider about Brian Flores as head coach is this. He still comes from the Belichick tree. And the Belichick tree scares the ever-loving, <laughs> bleeping jeepers out of, of me, in part because I don't... I mean, it has been filled with a litany of guys who have... And Flores might be different, but it's filled with a long list of guys who have the personality of a paper sack. Yeah. So I'm and not pulling them, the plug. Like literally, none of them have worked. Now, none, none of them. Now, would I be upset if word got around that Brian Flores might not be a great head coaching c- candidate, and I'm the Wilfs, and I can say, "Dude, we will up your salary," which I would do in a heartbeat. But you know what? Yeah. I I know it's tempting, and and look, if you get a chance to be a head coach, odds are strong that you're going to take it. But the reality is, Brian Flores might be in the perfect position for Brian right now. But. And I, I think you might be right, but it's not going to stop him from getting a second, maybe third crack at being You're probably a right. head coach. Like he's yep. he's going to leave. You're probably right. Whether it's in a couple months or whether it's in a year, like he's he's going to get a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to maybe it fails, and then he's another option in three years or something to be your coordinator. But those are Dex. You never answered. Would you KOC or Flores right now today? KOC head coach. every time. Every time. Yeah, the, the, there's there's plenty of really good defensive coordinators out there, and I think Brian Flores deserves a lot of credit. And I also believe in second chances. I don't believe just because he screwed up Tua or messed up the Tua situation that prevents him from being 
a head coach in the future in the NFL. Uh, but right now, it's still for me Kevin O'Connell. Um, I, I, and also th- that would just be, I think, more peak Vikings drama to fire a surefire, yice young head coach and replace him yeah. internally with it. Like that, that just reeks of classic Vikings dysfunction. And I don't want to go down that path either. Agreed. Yeah, that's some people I've I've seen in the comments uh, throwing te- uh, Mike Vrabel's name out there, but Mike Vrabel technically isn't part of the Belichick coaching tree. He played he was for him. a player Correct. for Belichick. He wasn't an assistant for Belichick. Yeah, maybe we're splitting hairs there. And I think he's largely worked out as a head coach. Mm-hmm. They haven't won the Super Bowl or even gone to the Super Bowl, but they've won some games with less than elite quarterback play there. So there's there's the hottest Vikings takes from us. I still like Declan's maybe the best. 45 years, baby. For 45 years. Worst thing I've ever seen. Eyes are still ble- bleeding this morning. But Declan's, yeah, right Declan's take is great. I just need more. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I need more Flacco. <laughs> you need to see the third I need to see more Flacco. Flacco. I need more Flacco. Uh, Give me more Flacco. Mom, You've Flacco. seen like 15 years of Joe Flacco. He's, no, I know, but I'm saying at this age now. You give him weapons now, and you give him, you give him some good yeah. play calling. Stefanski. It's similar setups. Yeah. Okay, it's right now. Similar setups. Stefanski can come back or you, and you fire O'Connell. <laughs> Stefanski's done. People, I think people get caught up in like the Deshaun Watson mess there, but that was more of an organizational yes. like ownership front office. I'm sure Stefanski had a role in it, but considering 25 years of Browns ineptitude, Stefanski's done a pretty damn good job it's over true. there, mm-hmm. and they're and they're going to go to the playoffs again. Uh, before we get to Declan's pie chart of praise, which should be interesting. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Let's shout out our friends at Quick Trip, the official presenting sponsor of Purple Daily this season, Judd. Yeah, and guess what? Quick Trip is your one-stop shopping place. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, Garuba coffee, a snack, anything that you need, you can get from our friends at Quick Trip. And that includes their quality gas guarantee. Quick Trip backs every drop of gasoline with their quality gas guarantee. Get to your destination without worrying about what's in your tank, which is incredibly important this time of year when it's starting to get cold, starting to get icy, a little dicey outside. You don't want to have to worry about what's in your car. That's just another way Quick Trip provides great customer service. You got options, but I'm going to tell you right now, Quick Trip is the, the best in part because their people care. Their people care. You go into some convenience store, it's sort of hanky, uh-uh, not at Quick Trip. So check them out and take advantage of that again. Quality gas guarantee. Uh, also, Dex, let's uh, let's crack open the hood here from Underdog Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone send any slips lately? This was a wild weekend of sports and crazy football finishes yesterday. Yeah, I, I got some good slips, but actually I want to shout out. I don't have necessarily the screenshot, but he sent me an email uh, last night. It didn't really play well for the screenshot, but Tyler won his best ball tournament. So Underdog does best ball, and if you keep going Tyler. on... You have a chance, and Tyler does, and he says, I'm representing the Score North family here. He has a nice. shot at $3 million bucks. That's right. I said he has a shot wow, of dude. winning wow. $3 million bucks. He moves on to round two. He's still got to win the next few weeks in his group stages, but he advanced in the first group stage uh, of the best ball tournament. So shout out to Tyler and, of course, at Underdog Fantasy. You can still join in on fun. Uh, get a free mystery pick'em special plus a hundred dollar deposit match when you join with promo code SCORE. And if the fan, I know the fans' football season is kind of coming to a close here, but there's still plenty of great pick'em options to do in the NFL and NFL playoffs plus NBA, NHL. So go join Underdog Fantasy. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, it's time for a pie chart of praise. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. Chef Declan has been up all night trying mm-hmm. to figure out how many slices for a 3 <laughs> nothing win over the Raiders yesterday. All right, boys, I have five slices of pie. Okay. Oh my five God. slices Let's of go. pie here. Five Let's slices. Go. This is great. I'm, and I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely had a lot of fun putting this together last night and throughout the game, too. So we'll start at the bottom, of course, and work our way up. First piece of pie, 5%. 5% to the Minnesota Vikings celebration team for doing a keg stand in the end zone. <laughs> this is the first chunk of pie. 5% to doing a keg stand. I tweeted out tongue-in-cheek last night that, hey, I may have puked and rallied and done a keg stand and puts me on the right path. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. Maybe the Vikings did the same thing. I also think it's kind of hilarious that the Vikings do a keg stand after 48 hours when their coach just got a DWI. But that's yeah. also peak Vikings, too. So I think this deserves a piece of I pie love this. in the pie chart of praise. I love okay. this. Did, did, 5%. You, did you see the the uh, a point towards the end where, where Metellus yes. starts to stumble around like he's drunk? Yes, it was great. It was genuinely And die like execution. drags him off the field? And did they know, have this planned before Friday is my question. It's what it looked or like. Or did they plan they it after I, okay. I think it had to have been planned I, before Friday night, yes. But it deserves a shout-out, and it deserves a piece of pie. I love opinion. this. 5%. 5% the to the cake stand. Dude, by the way, on the, West, on the West Phillips front, so somebody did ask Kevin O'Connell after the game, hey, yep. the decision to, to bring him to Las Vegas, it sounds like it happened in Minnesota, right? And, yep. and he, and he said, I'm glad you asked about that. And he went into like he's very close with Wes Phillips, but how disappointed he is. And but then the follow up question was, is he going to continue being your offensive coordinator? And he stopped short of. He said, "We got to go through some evaluation." So I got. I would be. My offense is struggling. I'm trying to find the right backup quarterback to score any points. And my offensive coordinator in the NFL, when they've got team security, you got Uber, Lyft, you got all, you got private drivers and like this dude gets pulled over for a DWI on a Friday, like at nine 30, I'd be pissed yeah. if I'm Kevin O'Connell at nine 30. And I, and I heard him or PM nine 30 PM okay. state patrol three ninety four. And I heard it was expired tabs. Oh, keep those tabs up to date kids. Dude, I have. Uh, Wait, so, but how would you even see that unless, so he well, must've, the cop must've been behind easy. him at a stoplight. Yeah. It's pretty easy to no, see. No, go, going tabs. down on a freeway though. Yes. It's yeah. They, oh yeah. They flash oh, yeah. their lights. They, they've got good very lights. easy to see that. Especially because the the year thing is it's a color, so each year it changes. It's a color, so you just yeah. got it. Yeah, it's pretty simple to see. One of my favorite TikToks is uh, Officer Slope in Arizona, and he just grills people for hilarious traffic violations when he pulls them over. It's become like my favorite TikTok follow. It's it's a, it's hilarious. Absolutely love it. Uh, second piece of pie after the cake stand to five percent. All right, ten percent on this second chunk of pie to Greg Joseph. I could actually make the case that Greg Joseph did more harm than good in this game. He missed the first field goal. He botched the pooch-punt situation. I still don't really know what the hell that was. Kevin O'Connell was pissed about it. But he did hit the game-winning field goal to give the Vikings the win. He deserves a slice of pie. He was the only one that got points yesterday. No offensive player got points yesterday. So Greg Joseph deserves a piece of pie, not a large chunk. It's actually funny, too. Because if Greg Joseph misses that kick, he's probably cut today. Instead, he gets well, he, the yeah. He, he instead he gets the win for the Vikings and prolongs his Vikings career another week. If he misses that kick yesterday, there's kicking workouts happening right now at TCO, and he's probably off the roster. It's it's a closer like it's a much more viable conversation about his job status than maybe. I think this is kind of snuck up on people. He currently ranks thirtieth among thirty three kickers. So some team has had two qualified kickers. Uh, the Rams, it looks like. He ranks 30th in field goal percentage this year. Yeah. So he's missed uh, he's missed six field goals now. All of them, he's he's made the chip shots, which is good. But it's like, dude, if you're not going to hit at a high percentage, he doesn't make a ton of 50-yard field goals. He misses extra points, too. So he, his, I, th- I think you're right, dude. If he misses that field goal. He's done. Mm. He's done. Uh, who's the Cowboys kicker that's just drilling like sixty yarders, no problem? Yesterday, well, that's the yeah, that's the thing now. Is guys uh, Brandon can do that. Brandon Aubrey? 
Mm-hmm. He made that. So it was like a 61 yarder with and f- 12 to 15 yards of clearance. And of course, Mike <laughs> McCarthy's going to kick the field goal. Like not not go for it or anything else. He's going to he's going to kick that dang 60 yard field goal. Now, you know. well, it was like a fourth and 17. So his options were field goal or, or this is it, though, for Greg, the leg, right? Like th- this season is it right. Like they're going to at some point in time, you have to say we need to catch up with mo- modern times and have a kicker who can be consistently who can consistently hit from like 50. Yeah, here's just for fun here. Uh, he's made three field goals of 50 yards or more. The Cowboys have made eight. The The Browns have made eight. The Eagles, seven. Cardinals have made seven. Colts have made seven. Bengals have made seven. Right. I mean, it's like you got to have a guy that can knock home in a, in a full season seven, eight, nine from, from long distance. And especially when you're offense, you're just... Yesterday, you're like, God, can they just crawl their way into field goal range and get a 52-yarder off? And yep. the answer was mostly no. <laughs> All right. Okay, next slice of pie. Okay. Third the slice. How you feel about pie. To Ryan Wright and the Vikings special teams, 10%. 10% to the Vikings special teams for making some great punts here. Eight glorious punts. I'm not counting Greg Joseph's punt, but Ryan Wright had great punts yesterday. Eight of them. So he deserves a chunk of pie here. I'm being cheeky still, but he deserves. He, he put the put the Raiders in positions for the Vikings defense to be successful too, pinning them in Raiders territory. So he deserves a chunk of pie. Ten percent to Ryan Wright. Best game of the season, right? For no him. pun intended. Yeah, for him. Yes, well, he had had plenty of shots at it. Mm-hmm. So best game mm-hmm. of the season. Why? So why didn't they just have him punt when they had Carlson? Or Carlson. I was thinking of Daniel Carlson. When they had Greg Joseph pooch punt, why didn't they just have Ryan Wright try and shoot for a corner to pin the Raiders? Just, Am just, I missing you mean something? Just line up and punt the ball. That's what I would have done. Yeah, that, they got super super tricky there. Like yeah, it did, right. Yeah. And I get where, where were they on? They, they were inside the forty. Sure, so it was a, right. It was a short distance. Yeah, they didn't want to miss Couldn't the field they, goal. Take the five yards. Maybe the, maybe the Raiders give it back to you because they want to make it harder. But sure. wouldn't the right choice there, instead of doing something you haven't done all season, this is this is a criticism of KOC. Instead of doing something you haven't done all season, I'm sure they've done it in practice, which is why they called the play. Just have your punter who is warmed up like he's never been in his career. The guy's punted 53 times already today, right? And just kick a ball 50 yards in the air. If it's a net 20-yard punt, who cares? You're just looking to run 10 to 12 seconds off right. the clock. Fair catch. That was my problem with the pooch. Like, that guy almost got a return, right? I know. Yes. If you're going to pooch it, it has to it has to roll inside the 10. You can't punt it to him so he can return that it. Like, that's the last thing you want. And that, that was the point. But, like, if that's going to occur, you can't do that. It was really yeah, weird. But you would have been better off just kind of dribbling it. Who cares about, like, the length of the punt? Right. Dribble it in an area where they yes. can't return it, and the ball can just like sit there in a roll for like 15 seconds and wobble back and forth until you touch it. But wobble back. Know, it was also strange. The rock like, knows how you feel about pie. At that point in the game, neither team attempted some type of trickery fake punt. I think, and I now I know I love my fake punts, but like I was shocked at this point. Offense isn't working. You're just punting back and forth. Like, can you? Can one of you two just try a fake punt? Try a fake punt. See what happens. Do it. What's going to I hurt? think they both thought that their defense was going to get they're they're both figuring once it got into like the third quarter both teams with full confidence thought well let's just stop them we'll we'll get a punt we'll get a nice little return back to the 50 and then we just need like one completion to set up a field goal but then even like that was too much to ask <laughs> yeah <laughs> so or they thought maybe maybe we can get a scoop and score and a defensive touchdown. The Rock knows how you feel. All right, about this is great pie. so far. Special teams just all over the place. Uh, two pieces of pie left. Twenty-five uh, percent to Ivan Pace for a hmm. fantastic game. Uh, Thirteen tackles, a sack, kind of the quote-unquote game ceiling interception as well. The undrafted part, he's been great. We're going to talk more about him on Purple Daily on draft later this afternoon too with Tyler and Miles, but he's been great, man. Um, I joined our old friend, Lindsey Brown, in Vegas on Saturday morning for a hit, and they both asked about who is who the heck is this Ivan Pace guy, right? You, you cut Eric Kendricks, you moved on from Anthony Barr, you've moved on from a lot of cornerstones in this defense, and you're going to replace him with some undrafted rookie, but is he really this good? Yeah, he is pretty damn good. I think to Judd's point, too, yeah, Brian Flores schemes him up, and is he having this good of a year with another team? I don't know. 
but he had a fan a fantastic game yesterday. He deserves a big chunk of pie, so 25% to Ivan Pace. The best single season in Vikings history, the best rookie season by a UDFA. Yeah. What, what the, was John top, Randall's rookie year? Nothing. I, I looked it up last night. Randall, Thielen, and, and Robert Griffith, the safety, who began play in 94, uh, were all undrafted free agent signees and all came in and, you know, played a role, but very small role comparatively. This is the best, most impactful rookie season by a UDFA in the history of the franchise. Is it, there, this is a deeper dive, obviously, but is it in consideration for one of the great seasons ever, period, by any NFL undrafted free? He, I mean, he's going he's gonna to wind up yeah. high up on the tackle charts, the PFF rankings, you know, pressures. He does everything. I mean, it's hard to answer that here because we don't have all that data. It's like probably Tony Romo there. was undrafted, but he was, but he Tony didn't Romo play. didn't start right away. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't play right away. Yes, this is, the, this is very, very rare to actually, like it, it's not, not rare to sign and play special teams. I think that there were probably some teams that tried to sign pace and said, hey, kid, down the road, you're going to get a shot, but right now you're going to be a special teams ace, right? And the Vikings yeah. said, no, 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 you're going to play defense immediately for us. But here's my issue going back to the scouting thing. Yes, Brian Flores is a master. He's a master, a chess master, and he's looking at the board differently, and I get that. But Ivan Pace did all of this at Cincinnati. He, he played Power 5 football and was one of the best defensive players in the country. And NFL scout said, despite your productivity on the field, we don't think your measurables mm-hmm. translate to the NFL. To, like, to the point where you're not even worth a sixth-round flyer for us or yep. a seventh-round flyer or a fifth-round flyer, whatever it is. Yep. If you could redraft now, he'd be a day-two pick. Am I, is that a hot take? That's, that's, here's another hottest Vikings take. If you redrafted right now, Ivan Pace would be a third-round pick. Probably. Maybe a second-round pick, but probably mm-hmm. a third-round pick. Because yeah. teams would see, oh, yeah, like the – actual productivity he showed on the actual football field in an actual game with real people and players, not just like spreadsheets and measurables. He's a really good football player. I'm not saying he works in every system. And if you ask him to play in a different system, he might be a train wreck, but like seven, 250, 260 draft picks. And this guy's not, it's can't measure heart, baby. Can't, can't measure that heart that Ivan pay says. The Rock knows how you feel about pie. I think uh, we got 50% left here, then, if my math is right. Correct, yeah. One last slice, 50% to Brian Flores uh, for this. a lot of the reasons Phil talked about, too. Top five scoring defense. You shut out a team on the road. I know the Raiders um, don't scare anyone, but they've been playing a little bit better football, obviously, since firing Josh McDaniels. And uh, that's hard to do. Hard to go into a new building and shut them out. I know it kind of felt still like a Vikings home game on the road. Uh, heck, even during that intentional ground that happened, like there was more cheers than boos, and I think that's when I noticed on the broadcast, like, oh my god, this is a this is a home game for the Vikings. Now, kind of stinks that a bunch of Minnesota fans probably flew down there and spent thousands of dollars, and they had to watch that. Uh, but Brian Flores was again probably the best coach on the field for either side, and he deserves a ton of credit here. So fifty percent to Brian Flores. So five chunks, uh, five pieces of pie in my pie chart of praise. Five percent to a cake stand. 10% to Greg Joseph, 10% to Ryan Wright and the Vikings special teams, 25% to Ivan Pace, and 50% to Brian Flores. Wow. Love the Rock knows how you feel about pie. It's great, dude. It's a great. One of, the, one of the better pie charts based on circumstances here. just want to pop one on the screen here. Dennis Green, who loves typing in all caps in the YouTube comment section. Well, he's back. Uh, Mackie is shocked. This happens all the time undrafted free agents and late round picks work out all the time. That's not the argument. We're talking about one of the best defensive players in college football goes completely undrafted because of measurables. And then day one walks in the door in the NFL and is one of the best defensive players on that team. Like that is a, that is a massive, massive, it's, it's different than, you know, Oh, this player uh, like Kane Wangu didn't really get much run as a backup running back at Iowa State or somebody. We'll take a flyer because his measurables are great, right? We're talking about a guy that was ruled out of being a draft pick because of his measurables and then was immediately day one showing all those scouts that they were wrong. 
I don't think there's many examples of that. Usually it takes, un- plus like most undrafted not guys, rookies. there's not practice squad for a year, two years right. or special teams for a minute. Like this dude has, yes. I think he has the green dot. Like he's an undrafted guy or does Metellus have the green no, dot? No, Pace does. It's Pace. Yeah. He's got the green dot. It's not normal. <laughs> it's not. So, so congratulations to Ivan Pace. You're going to make a lot of money at some point if you stay healthy in a couple of years. Um, hey, we do, uh, we do have a few minutes left for nitpicks, and I'm sure we could do four hours of nitpicks off yesterday's <laughs> Yeah, where do game. we start? Pie chart of nitpicks? But, well, let's start Let's start with Livia. Oh. I'm going to nitpick some of you guys out there, okay? I see you guys out there letting yourselves go. You can, we can see you through the screen here. Take control of your weight with Livia. So true. In fact, people be, be like Sports Dad a couple years ago dropped 40 pounds, and guess what? The program is easy, the program sustainable, and the best part is the program helps you keep the, the weight off, join today, and uh, here's the offer. So you're going to get a jump on the January 1sters. You're going to get a head start. You're going to lose like 10 pounds by the time January 1st arrives, and you're going to get eight weeks for free. You join today, you get eight weeks for free, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, a limited time offer, so take advantage. Again, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com voted Minnesota's best weight loss program three years in a row. Folks, I've been talking about this for a long time. I'm telling you it works. I'm telling you if you want to get off the couch now, if you want to feel good, if you want to look good, and if you want to hit the new year off and running with a weight loss, Livia.com, inside or outside the state, the whole thing can be done virtually. So despite the fact they're based here, that does not mean that you can't join if you are in another town, perhaps. Livia.com. Also, a shout-out to our friends at AG1. So I just got my travel packs in the mail, a, a refresh of travel packs, which you can see on the YouTube screen here on the left side there. So about six years ago, six almost seven years ago now, I discovered AG1 products as great supplemental nutritional um, insurance, if you will, 75 high-quality ingredients that give me important daily nutrients, one scoop mixed with water in the morning, or maybe even middle of the day if you want to just sort of spike the middle of your afternoon with nutrients. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. Maybe you're not always great at uh, doing the Tom Brady thing and just eating kale five times a day, okay? You you, you need a supplement sometimes to help you, and that's where AG1 comes in. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Take AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. That's drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. Okay, Judd, give me a nitpick. Oh, God. All right, I'll start with this. Dropped balls. Yeah. Dropped Dance passes. Team, KJ Osborne. Naylor had one or two. I'm not sure what the end official total was. Um, And look, Josh Dobbs was not good, so I'm not here to defend Dobbs. But all of that being said, guys, catch the ball. And and KJ, I felt like he got off to a slow start, rallied a bit, but yesterday was just awful. So my nitpick is hang on to the damn football, guys. Yeah, that's a KJ Osborne was awful in that game. Mm-hmm. Curious to see what the PFF grade says. Mm-hmm. Now he did he did wind up with four catches, but only fifteen yards on those four catches. Uh, and then he had the one. I think they gave him a seven yard loss on that one. So he yeah, it was kind of late did. in the game. They're just trying to get into field goal range or stay in field goal range, and he catches that pass. And I get it; it's like you're you're trying to scrap for yards. But he catches the pass, gets blown off the, the spot backwards, and there's like three defenders right there. Yeah. And rather than just stopping, okay, I got blown back seven yards, stop. He tries to fight back forward, and it winds up being a seven-yard loss. Just like awareness in that situation. Just just stop. Just go down, man. Yeah. Yeah, seven targets for KJ yesterday. His longest reception was 12, which means he had three other receptions for three yards because of the negative seven play. Probably that really yeah. cancels out the other ones. Wow. Woof. Yeah, that's that's rough. So that's my nitpick. Okay. Uh, mine for me would just be for Kevin O'Connell not making the decision at halftime to bench Josh Dobbs. I thought, especially after that last, like, what more did you really need to see there? 
and you already lost Justin Jefferson. Nick Mullins comes in on the first throw. You can tell he was ready to push the ball down the field and can do that. So I, I would I would nitpick that at that point in the game, it's not out of reach, but you've seen enough from Josh Dobbs. Make that call earlier, man. Make that change quicker. So my nitpick for me would be Kevin O'Connell waiting too long, in my opinion, to bench Josh Dobbs. Yeah, like what were you hoping to see? Were you hoping that, I guess I don't really know. Because right. he wasn't, it's been it's been three weeks since he's made magic with his mobility, right? So teams are either corralling it or he's yeah. just not, he's not seeing the opportunities like he was when he didn't know the system, you know, against the Falcons and Saints. I guess when you go back to halftime, you get 12 minutes or whatever it is. What what do you think is going to be different in the third quarter? Exactly. Like I, and can, it wasn't like I can defend him starting Dobbs. Like I can see that week off, time to plan. You've been in touch, right? But you're right. After two quarters, like what did you think he's going to come out and and magically start to play well? So that's what I don't don't get. I got the idea that. All right, with a week to plan, it might make sense to start him, but it was pretty apparent by the end of the second quarter that it was just not going to work. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm trying to go through nitpicks that I haven't already griped about. Greg Joseph missing a 49-yarder in the second quarter, annoying. Um, Wes Phillips getting a DWI on a Friday in the NFL when you can just like hire drivers and have the have team security team arrange you things. Do it now. Just it's so ridiculous. Um, I would say just like the injury barrage that's now hit. You've got Justin Jefferson. I don't see a world where he plays on a short week after being in the hospital. I guess we'll see. Alexander Madison, who's looked, he's looked a little better in some spots. He had the 20-yard run last week. He had a couple like 13, 16-yard runs. He looked pretty good yesterday running it, and his ankle is now jacked up. Brian O'Neill was in a walking boot, apparently, according to reporters after the game. Yeah, Dalton Reisner came back, but he had to be helped off walking gingerly. So they, they were, Ed Ingram didn't even play because he was he got hurt in practice. They were down to their last backup offensive linemen who were active. I mean, the announcers were literally talking about if anyone else goes down with a quarter to play, you're going to have to have like TJ Hawkinson or jo- Josh, Josh Oliver, Oliver probably would have played right in. tackle, right? Yep, stepped in and kicked some ass. <laughs> It would have been Josh Oliver with like CJ Ham chipping and Booty maybe would just, have been just like, oh yeah, dude, 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 here we go. It would have been amazing. So yeah, just like the injury barrage across the, the board. But any other things that we left? We got a million other things we can talk about this week, and we will we hit on it's a all. daily show. I think we hit on the main gripes and the good. Yeah, Nick, Nick Mullins has to be your starter, right? Yes. In the, in this next week. Now, I, I mean, I made the case last yes. week. If it was deemed that Josh Dobbs can't be your starter anymore, which it's been deemed that, the only way he comes back is if there's injuries again, right? I would like to get a look at Jaron Hall at some point. I think because Nick Mullins came in, he didn't look amazing, but like he, he looked like a professional quarterback right. running an offense. It was a game-winning drive that he led, technically. Right. I think that's the first, uh, well, Dobbs had a couple. Cousins didn't have any, so it's the it's the first uh, game winning drive of of uh, Mullins and Cousins anyway this season. But I would say if he sputters at all, I would love to get a look at Jaron Hall at some point as soon as like the second half of this this upcoming game against the Bengals. Hmm. I'm not going to be loyal to Nick Mullins for the next month. Let's just put it that way. It's a good question too because. Here's the the thing. I think if they trusted, and we we uh, touched on this briefly last week, I think if they trusted Hall that he would be playing or at least the, the backup, but now that Dobbs is like officially flamed out completely, like I could see a, I could see a world where Hall is at least the backup on Saturday, right? Because I, I mean, I don't yes. know what there's left with Dobbs to be like, this guy gives us a chance. He really doesn't at this point. I agree. You just move him. We're we're always going to have the Atlanta game. We're always going to have the first half of that Saints the fall, game. The fall of the past or no, not? It I was st- great. I still tear up. That great run I saw from the press box. Yeah, and dude, think about this: if they wind up going two and two and they get to nine and eight and they make the playoffs by a game, the Josh Dobbs would be a huge reason coming in and saving that Falcons game. Like he's, I think he should be remembered as yeah. a 
a really it was fun. fun moment in it was Vikings a fling, history. A Vikings fling. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was fun. We both walk away from it with happy m- memories of the time. Here's my question. Vikings team store right now, are Dobbs jerseys discounted yet? Probably not. I can tell you at uh, scorenorth.com slash shop, I believe we have a discount Chill. going on the Pasternot Chill. stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the promo code is. I'll hit up Ross <laughs> and we can throw it out this week. The promo there code is, is now Mullins. There is legitimately a promo code on this. It's now Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> Mullins. Oh, oh man. All right. We got to run here. Uh, we will. We're hopefully going to do uh, Boone's, Boone's ready to rock and roll. We're waiting for, for our film to be... Uh, to be put in a spot where we can put it up on the YouTube channel here. So we're hoping to do the film breakdown with Booney. You guys are going to have Purple Daily on draft, talking about Ivan Pace, maybe quarterbacks of the future, uh, Before I Die with Judd, Jesse, and Ross. So we got you covered all across Purple Daily YouTube channel, Apple, and Spotify. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on this Victory Monday, boys. It's a damn Victory Monday.